Welcome to the community where passion for life and healthy sexuality connect beautifully and easily. I'm your host, Amanda Ammons, and my goal in life is to help you thrive. And a huge part of that is your sex life. Your one life was meant to be amazing, sex included. You most likely haven't been shown this, but I'm here to tell you, you're beautifully and intricately made. Made for more, made for the best. However your journey brought you here, join me in a new conversation about one of the most amazing things ever created, intricate, passionate intercourse. Together, let's break the shame cycle. Let's learn how to please and be pleased. Let's fight fear, find freedom, and freaking have fun. Welcome to the Passion Connected Show. Hello, hello. Welcome back. This week, we are talking about three ways to stop a fight about sex, which oddly enough, I had a really fun time coming up with all of the tips that I wanted to share with you guys and preparing for this episode because my husband and I have had a lot of fights and a lot of fights about sex. And we have learned a lot. We have shared a lot with other people and learned from them and found that we actually really enjoy the process of working through a fight. We find them to be productive and something that is there for a purpose, there to draw us together. It's not always fun in the moment. Um, And I mean, our fights are definitely not necessarily planned, but in the middle, I can say that we have really been creative and enjoyed, oddly enough, the process of figuring out how to fight, figuring out how to argue, figuring out what it looks like to disagree on something or to be hurt about something or to want to feel heard or whatever it is to try to make progress in our relationship um, and in ourselves in a way that might have some conflict, but how can we do it positively? How can it be something that brings us closer instead of pushes us farther away? And so it was really fun for me to just process through some of the things that we've done before and the ways that we have learned to stop a fight, uh, particularly about sex. Um, sex is one of those, those topics that, I mean, it's really intimate and it can be really difficult and, and it can have a lot of things to argue about. It is reasonable for you to have differences with your spouse, it is reasonable for you to fight or be, feel hurt or to have something that needs to needs to come to a conflict on or come to a head on where you guys are actually meeting and discussing and working through this thing, even if it's difficult. And so with sex being one of the major reasons for divorce, major reasons for conflict in a marriage, you have to know how to deal with it. You have to know how to have a fight. So this episode is not necessarily how do you have a conversation or how do you have a fight or how do you argue? um, How do you disagree? But is more about what to do when it is time for there to be a switch in the in the argument. When you've gotten to that point where it feels like, all right, we're really not getting anywhere emotions are really heightened or we are making no progress or this is the same fight we're having all the time or one person wants to walk away or one person's getting more heated or whatever it is. When you're in the midst of that, here are some things that you can try to sort of reset, I guess, is the way that we look at it. Um, 
when you want it to be something different than what it is, when you want it to be productive, when you want there to be more clarity, these are the things I recommend. So number one, this is one that we tried early on in our relationship and worked really, really well for us. Um, And I think it works best if it's something that you don't do often and is something that is sort of fresh and you guys are really in the space to push yourselves and and it's going to be difficult, but um, are still willing to do it. And that is to switch places with the other person, to argue for the other person. So how you do this. All right. You are in an argument. You are having a difficult time. He's on one seat or one side of the room or one part of the bed and you're on the other and you're going to stop and you are going to say, okay, I would like to see if we can argue for the other person. Obviously, it takes a lot of commitment. It takes a lot of love and it takes a lot of pushing yourself. Um, It is really difficult when you are absolutely ticked off at this other person or you feel like they are not understanding you or you feel like it is not fair or you're the one who is being hurt. To humble yourself in that way, it's really, really, really hard but is so, so, so effective and so good, at least in calming the emotions, at least in being able to connect just a little bit more. And so what you do is physically, you want to get in the other person's spot or position. So get up and switch. You go sit in the chair he was sitting in and he can go stand where you were standing or you guys switch spots in the bed, wherever it is. You want to physically move yourself into their spot and pretty much verbally become them. And you're going to get back into the same argument you were having and you are going to say whatever it is that they were fighting for. Like, this is why I feel this way. And you're going to you're going to start using their same arguments or trying to understand them as best as you can. And there are a few rules to this. So this is something that you want to discuss, um, obviously, beforehand, at least have some sort of concept of it together. Um, But you don't use it as mockery. You don't use it as, I mean, this is not an argument for yourself anymore. You are attempting your best to turn it around and argue their side of things. So no mocking, no making fun of, no degrading that person, like being in their position and, and acting like them in a way that is, is inappropriate and is childlike, um, to be frank. <laughs> um, so that's rule number one. Rule number two, no using it to be sneaky, to try to, and this will make more sense once you actually practice it, but to try to do it um, in a way that is still vying for your side. And and you'll know what I mean when you get there, like I said, but um, making arguments for them that is like trying to secretly push your agenda or your thing. You genuinely want to take on whatever you think that they were feeling where they were at Um, where they were in the argument and what they were saying and their history and all of these sorts of things and try to convey that back to them. And it is weird. It is so weird because you were sitting there and they're trying to argue your side, but it is so healing. 
And I mean, essentially what it's doing is being a good listener and and attempting to love and be a team. And it is showing that you heard them, that you see even in the slightest where they could be coming from. If you genuinely put effort into this activity, if you really, really try, you can't walk away from this um, without feeling closer. You really can't. Because if you put that much effort into trying to argue for them, and they're putting that much effort into trying to argue your side, you both are going to feel so understood and so loved and so cared for. And you might still walk away from this argument feeling like, you know, we don't exactly have resolve, but it certainly will stop what you guys were doing in the moment where it was becoming unproductive or becoming too much um, and switching that narrative around and attempting to be on a team. And so I would really encourage you to try this. Um, It's going to feel silly, but it is going to be so, 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 so good. So yeah, good luck. Have fun with that one. And for number two, if you are in the middle of just a really bad argument and it is in the evening and there's a whole host of reasons why this one might need to come up. But my second way to stop having a fight about sex is to just go to sleep. Now, Kyla and I are not ones who like to let the sun go down on an argument. And I don't think of it in that way. I don't think of it like we are still going down, like we're going to sleep with our anger necessarily. But if you can find a way to come to an agreement that right now we might not be on the same page, but we both need sleep. And the reason this one is in here um, is from a lot of experience with Kyle and I, where arguments about sex, about our marriage, about intimacy have gone well into the night. And I'm talking 1, 2, 3 a.m. into the night where we really shouldn't have even been up anymore. We shouldn't have been talking. It was ridiculous. Um, and we were not getting anywhere, frankly, because we were tired. And I have had several people in my life older than me that I respect that have talked about nighttime and how honestly not a lot of good things happen after the sun goes down. And I think that there is beauty in the night. I think there is love in the night. I think there is wonder in in God's creation and all of that. Um, But I do see where they're coming from in that when you get to the point that you should be asleep and you're still talking about something that's really emotional, you probably are not being completely um, yourself in it, not being fully rational. And there is something, something different. You have, if you were to have the same argument in the middle of the night versus in the middle of broad daylight outside, it's just a completely different feel than when the, the doors are closed in your bedroom and the lights are down or whatever else and you're still having having this heated thing when you know that you need to be going to sleep you know that you've had a long day there are a lot of other stressors that are probably contributing to this if you were to be honest um, it might not actually be about this issue that you guys are arguing about it might be about a whole lot of things that might be a small bit of it but sometimes we have we as humans have a tendency to kind of hone in on something and 
and forget all of the contributing factors and we make it about that thing. And when we step back and look at it, it's like, okay, for example, I've been sick for a week now and I'm just now starting to feel better and the kids were yelling all day and I don't know what I'm going to do about the like groceries tomorrow and I'm going to all this stuff. Okay. Maybe there's some intimacy issues. Maybe there's a problem there in our marriage. But also, I'm probably just tired and I probably just need to go to sleep. Um, And so the way that you want to do this is you don't want to leave, like I said, it as you guys are just going to bed angry. Um, It needs to be something where you acknowledge this argument, this topic is not over. But in order to do it properly, we both need to go to sleep. And as best as you can, try to find a way to connect um, and leave it with we're still on a team. So that can look like whatever you're able to manage in that moment. Um, But grabbing each other's hand and giving it a little squeeze, um, just saying I love you and good night. For Kyle and I, we never go to bed without at least kissing goodnight and saying I love you. And that is difficult when we're not too happy with each other, but it is still so grounding for us and reminds us of our relationship and what is more important than whatever that topic is that we're talking about right then and there. Um, and I know that this is all relative to, to what argument you're having. There are arguments that need to be had. There are arguments that you can't go to sleep on. There are arguments that you feel like you can't turn and say, I love you too. And so obviously take this with wherever you're at. But if, if you're in a fight where it is well past sleeping time, whatever that is for you, and you know that you would be doing this argument better in the morning, then go to sleep. Just go to sleep. Give yourself that chance to reset and, and think about it with a clear head. And lastly, this one is really fun. Um, (laughs) Kyla and I have been trying something new and I thought I would pass it on to you guys. And it was an idea that I actually came up with the other day and it, I love it. And I have never heard of anybody doing this before. Um, I don't, I don't know. It feels so special. So I, we've been doing this thing every day where we lean our foreheads together and touch foreheads and just whisper to each other that we're on a team. And it is so intimate. It is probably the best part of my day. Um, It is such a good reminder and it is, (laughs) I don't even know, there is something so so special to it. And I think it's so special because it's a little out of the box and felt awkward at first. But what it came from was when my daughter and I were cuddling on the couch one time and she just leaned her head into mine and just touched my forehead and just stayed there. And I was like, wow, I feel like we're connecting soul to soul, brain to brain. Like we're on the same page here. This this beautiful intimate moment that we're sharing and I feel like I really understand where she's at emotionally right now and all of this sort of stuff and we were just cuddling and just having a good time and I was like what if what if every day it was just a random thought honestly I think it was from the Lord I was like what if every day Kyla and I just stood there for a minute two whatever time we feel like it takes 
just leaned our foreheads together and whispered to each other that we were on a team in a way that was loving and caring and reassuring and, and wonderful. And so we've been doing that. And we actually did that the other evening when we were having an argument about intimacy and when things were starting to get a little heated and he actually brought it up and he was like, can we just reaffirm that we're on a team here? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And it definitely stopped the fight right in the middle. And it was so good. And I don't understand it. I feel like there has got to be something biologically in the works. I mean, obviously when you physically connect with someone, your hormones and your emotions and all those neural networks that are going on in your brain, I mean, you really are connecting with all of those. And so that makes sense. But there was just something so special about being so close, not kissing, not hugging, not even necessarily looking at each other, just eyes closed and sharing a moment. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that, but whatever it is for you that feels really, really intimate in a way that is not necessarily being intimate, (laughs) that is not, um, being sexual. I mean, um, something that can bring you closer together and just reaffirm that you guys are on a team and that you're friends and that you chose this life together and that you chose to, to do these things and work through these things together and enjoy living, um, in this partnership. And so I, um, would just recommend whatever that looks like for you. Um, whatever would be, like I said, intimate, but not necessarily being sexual. Um, but just trying that where you pause and you whisper to each other, we're on a team. I'm your partner. I'm your teammate. We're a team together. I mean, you really can't continue an argument in the same way if you just say that you're on a team because you have to set that selfishness aside. You have to set um, your goals as just your own person aside and look at what the team goals are and how to come together. And it, it just really changes the atmosphere, changes the narrative of whatever it was that was difficult in that moment for you to be able to look at it with a new light and say, actually, this is, I'm not alone in this. I'm with somebody and they're with me and we're going to make it, we're going to make it through this. All right, friends, I hope you have an amazing week. I can't wait to see you back here. If you have a chance, I would really love for you to go ahead and leave a five-star rating and leave a review. It has been putting Passion Connected on the podcast charts in several different countries um, here in the United States. And I am in awe of that and would love to keep that momentum going. So if this helped you in any way at all, I would love to see that rating and review. And thank you guys so much. I'll see you here next week.